tactical. Say, say we're paying five hundred dollars ad budget. Up okay, month, right? Yeah. They're getting thirty cents per link click on wow. videos. There's a podcast episode with Gary Vaynerchuk. Yeah. And he says that every single real estate agent should basically be their local mayor. If you're looking to revamp your social media, Thomas and I are just breaking down everything that we find is working in social media today. So if you want to change up your social media, fix your marketing, get your ads running, you don't want to miss this episode. All right. Thanks for joining me, man. Hey, thank you for having me. So, Thomas, real quick, what is the origin story and what do you do? So, my origin story, what I do is marketing. I do marketing. I've been doing marketing for the last seven years. Um, I started off in e-commerce, so selling products online. Um, Got tired of selling products online because I had to deal with all the shipping, the fulfillment. So, I said, hey, you know what? I'm going to do what I know how to do best. I'm just going to switch over to marketing, market local businesses, and get them the traffic they need to be successful. That's what I did. Take off all the extra baggage and just do marketing. Instead of the e-commerce, you wear so many hats. I just want to do marketing. And what was the e-commerce brand? The e-commerce brand was um, I did a coffee company called okay. Cafe LaFit. Did pretty good, right? We sold coffee worldwide. Um, it was a dark roast organic coffee, so more on the healthy service side. Yeah. So we called it Cafe LaFit, sold it to people in the gym. I used mm-hmm. to drink coffee every morning before my workouts, which was gave me that natural energy, burned yeah. some natural calories. So that's what I marketed it as. And spread it all over did good and then i was like man the shipment the employees the fulfillment mm-hmm. i'm like man that's it let's let's jump over to marketing and then that's what i did i wanted the no overhead okay just focus on marketing was it just like the inventory management and all that that was yeah. too much for that inventory management and then the shipping now they have systems which are great right they okay. have the drop shipping method you could send all your stuff to a warehouse they'll ship it package yeah. it so it's really easy now, but back then it wasn't that easy. It was like a lot of work. I was doing it out of the garage. I was shipping all day. I had uh, my mom helping me. Everybody was helping me package and ship. So uh, I was like, you know what? I just want to do the marketing aspect of things. Yeah. Okay. And then marketing is super broad. Yeah. Like what does marketing, what services in, in marketing do you do? So marketing we do, we focus on social media, which yeah. is the biggest marketing avenue we see right now. Mm-hmm. We see the most streams of income coming in that way and the most views that way and at the the least spent. So I see like Instagram, Facebook, TikTok, those are our babies. And then when we go into like corporate industries, we got LinkedIn. So we're running ads on LinkedIn, which is doing very, very good, especially if you're trying to reach those high value uh, people. They have their um, their names on there. So if you're an HR, they put HR. Yeah. If you're a doctor, they put doctor. So the, the reach is easy. Just plug in their title and mm-hmm. you'll reach your, your customer just like that. It's given. So LinkedIn is great for, for marketing too. Um, but yeah, mostly social media. We love social media. So organic. You see you're like 70% organic, 30% ads then? I'd say, yeah, yeah. We'd say 70, 30 for sure. We, we love paid ads though. Those yeah. are great, especially for all of our restaurants. We do all the um, we do a lot of mountain mics. We do like uh, round tables. We do um, all, all different types of restaurants, but they're seeing a huge return for sure at a low cost. I mean, I, they're, they're they're. I want some examples. Like, yeah, like, yeah, yeah, like, okay. I want so, like a so tactical. Say, say we're paying five hundred dollars ad budget. Up, okay, right. Yeah. They're getting thirty cents per link click on wow. videos, and those people are coming in. So so if you don't understand what I'm saying, thirty cents per link click. We're spending five hundred dollars. Mm-hmm. The ad budget is five hundred. Dial it down. They give us our analytics. It's cost 30 cents to get someone to click on that yeah. link. So 30 cents and they click on that link and they go to your restaurant and they purchase a whole meal, which is 50, mm-hmm. 60 bucks. That's your ROI. It's, it's yeah. ridiculous. So that's how, how, how good the cost is in ROI. So 
just on the click rates, this it's the best. Okay, and then what's been the favorite ad that you've made to date? Favorite ads, video ads, uh, restaurant okay. video ads, like food porn is like that's what gets them. Like a whole bunch of chocolate, going over some pancakes, okay. or like good food that's delicious, some sizzling bacon, whatever it may be. Yeah, those, those hooks are good. What does the shoot day look like? So say you're going into some brunch place. Yeah. Well, let's just take Mountain Mike's for yeah. example. Like, what does the What's your shot list? What's your shoot list? What are different packages? That so we, we go in there, we look at their menu, and then we ask the owner too, like, hey, what's your number one selling pizza? What What's selling the most here? We want to advertise that because apparently everybody already loves it without any advertising behind yeah. it. So let's push it. And we, we talk to them. So we schedule out maybe four or five pizzas, um, some appetizers, and some specials that we're going to be doing depending on the campaign they want to run that month. And we'll go in there and we'll shoot it. And we set up the cameras, the lights, um, get everything going. We shoot the food, bring it back, edit it, and then put it out throughout the whole month. So we have like a month of content. Usually okay. when we go into a place, we spend about two, three hours in there yeah. getting all the content we can and then planning it out for the month. So we only have to see you really once a month if you want continuous content. If you don't want continuous content, then we could just utilize what we have and just keep on spilling yeah. it out every other month. What's been the most viral video you've ever produced. And then I want to know what's been the most, uh, the best return on ROI. What, like what, what post has generated or what ad has generated the most business? So Mountain Mike's got a huge ROI on their all you can eat buffet. Okay. So people love that. That, that, that takes off for us every single time. And we run that ad numerous months yeah. in a row. It's like, wow, they, all you can eat buffet for eight nine nine, and they get there and they, they love it. But that one, and then um, we also had some big, big campaigns when we were doing our online business for e-commerce, which is the biggest one of those Cafe Lafitte, buy one, get one free yeah. coffee. All those BOGOs were humongous. So we would get over a thousand orders and it doubles up after that. So buy one, get one free. Any specials, okay. anything you're giving away for free, people love that. So those work the best for us. Those are the ones. So especially like Black Fridays, 50% yeah. off, buy one, get one free. All of those, those do the best. But you got to be, remember, you're in a competition space. Yeah. So another company just like yours is spending just as much. So your BOGO and their BOGO, who's going to get seen the most at that? So you got to make sure you're spending right too. But as you talk to some of these small businesses, to give away another free product is really hard. It's hard. And the margins aren't that big. Yes. And then on top of the production costs, the ad spend costs. Walk me through that conversation. Pretend this is like I'm a, a a client, and how would you approach that? As so, a so when you talk to the client and you're asking them to run a BOGO, yeah. you're like, hey, you know what? A lot of people are clicking. They're coming to the website. Maybe they just not not getting it yet. Mm -hmm. But if you give them this offer and they get something, maybe they'll return for something else. Okay. Maybe they'll, they'll enjoy the product. If it's a service or product that you're selling, maybe they'll enjoy it at 50% off. Yeah. And then they'll pay full price because now they got the experience of whatever you're selling. And they'll come back again for sure at yeah. price. But you got to give them a taste of it sometimes, right? Yeah. Just like our media company, when we do our marketing, sometimes we go in there and we do some videos just to show them what we got. Yeah. And then we'll say, hey, what do you think? And they'll say, oh, yeah, yeah, good, great. We'll, we'll go ahead and run with your services. So you got to give a little bit. Yeah. And I think that's big right now, especially right now. You know, things are a little bit tight for a lot of people. Mm -hmm. You got to lower the price a little bit, let them know what they're missing out on, and hopefully they'll be back to get some more. And then once they do click... Like, what are your thoughts on retargeting? What kind of funnels are you also building out? So the targeting, we, we target mostly local. We love yeah. local. So as an e-commerce business, when we were selling tea and coffee and all those products online, mm -hmm. it's a worldwide. So it's like, man, who are you going to market? Gonna, that's a lot of ad spend, too, because you have such a huge market at that yeah. time. 
you could ship your product all the way to Lebanon. We were shipping our coffee to Lebanon every month. So it was like, <laughs> you know, it yeah. was it was it was pretty pretty intense. So with local, you don't have to spend that much because you're only going five, 10 miles out. No, yeah. you don't need to reach 27 miles. That's pretty far, right? You want the locals to know mm -hmm. that you're there. A lot of people are driving by your restaurant every day. They're not even looking to the right and you're right there. Yeah. But when you put it on social media and you target market 10 miles out, five miles out, you put that good ad budget in there, you get known local and that's what you mm -hmm. want. You want your local audience to come in and hear about you and know about you. There could be that great restaurant right yeah. down the street from you and you don't even know about it, but you're on social media and we finally put it out there as a yeah. paid ad and reach you locally, then they're like, oh wow, that's right there. And then there they come. Here comes the traffic. Here comes the people. So local restaurants, you're going five to 10 miles out. How about on LinkedIn? Like break me down, say you had, a, I don't know if you have a doctor's office or a dentist's LinkedIn, office. LinkedIn, dental offices, that. talking to HRs, Yeah. right? So in the dental field, I'm pretty sure that everybody has, passes out a list of mm -hmm. dental. Like, here you go, here's your insurance. Here's our dental list. So unless you're on top of that list, you're probably, you know, usually when I worked at a regular nine to five and they would give me that list for insurance for dental, I would look at the first one and be like, check, let's just get that over with, right? Yeah. So we want to put them in front of the HR and say, hey, this is a good place. Look at it. It's nice. Good dentist in there. This is what they offer. They offer our insurance and then they might be put us on the list because they've seen us on the advertisement through LinkedIn. So that's 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 why we're shooting for that right there. And then break it down, like you're getting thirty cents on a cost per click for Mel Mike's Pizza, probably on what Meta on Facebook, Instagram. Yep. How what about on LinkedIn? What are the usual cost per clicks there so for you? LinkedIn is a little bit more expensive. Yeah. So looking at a dollar ninety six cents, whatever, but still it's very low. I mean, dentists are expensive. Yeah. So if we get one of those to convert. Ah, we're winning. The dentist. Are you able to track uh, cost per lead on there too? Yeah, we're able to cut, cut, cut cost per lead. But a lot of things too is some of our ads get overlooked from from the social media platforms or our okay. lead gen. So basically, we put the phone number on there. We yeah. put the address on there. So someone could screenshot our ad and then call them and never mention that they got it from us. Okay. So that's another thing we have, right? So yeah. It's like there's a click button there to contact now, but usually when I'm scrolling, if I don't have enough time to click it and go through it, I'll just screenshot the yeah. ad and then come back to it later and then give them a call. And then the owner's like, hey, uh, we didn't get any leads from you. But then down the road, mm -hmm. they're like, how did you hear about us? And they're like, oh, well, I screenshotted your Instagram ad and then gave you guys a call. Yeah. They're like, yeah, we didn't get the, the we didn't get the. <laughs> I mean, the <laughs> attribution, it gets sticky sometimes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So so we, we, we bank on numbers, yeah. analytics, but at the end of the day, clicks are just clicks. Links are links, views are views. You know, we really want to see conversion rates. We want to yeah. see our customers getting some people in there. That's what we love to see. Like, man, if we get a lead off of a Facebook or Instagram video, that's golden. So then what about in terms of, it seems like for the mountain mics here in the local restaurants, the campaigns that you're doing are working locally. Yeah. Why not just go after every single mountain mics or, or, or pizza place we, regardless of we, geo? We are. We are. We're calling yeah. them. They just don't believe it yet. So they're like, oh, no, we do social media already. Yeah. And I'm like, wow, that's 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 great, right? So one thing is, you know, I'm going to drop a major gem right now for these restaurant owners that are in the corporate industry. They have marketers that are working for them, but they're working for the franchise. So they're actually putting mm -hmm. Mountain Mike's. When you see advertisement for Mountain Mike's, let's just use Mountain Mike's for example. Hope I don't get canceled by Mountain Mike's, by the way. Oh, we should actually But Mountain Mike's uh, delivers traffic to their actual website, which is mountainmikes.com. Yep. Not their physical location. Yep. Each franchisee owner should make their location their own. 
So say there's a Mountain Mike's in Palo Alto, Campbell, wherever it may be. You want your logo on the bottom to say, hey, I'm Mountain Mike's Campbell. Mm -hmm. We're separate. That money's coming in here. That's how you're going to make your money. Yeah. So when we're marketing it, we're marketing it only in Campbell. And then the link they're clicking isn't going to mountainmikes.com. It's going to Mountain Mike's Campbell location. So straight to it. Instead of mountainmikes.com, and then you have five other locations mm -hmm. you could choose from. And then you, you order from Santa Clara. And, you're, yeah. you know, it does. Well, yeah, then you're helping your neighbor out, your competitor. Yeah, yeah there you go. <laughs> then you're helping your neighbor out, competitor. And then no one's, you know, it's, it's, it's like that. It's a competition out there for a lot of restaurants. Um, everybody's in competition with that, right? But mm -hmm. if your franchise clause doesn't say, hey, you can't do marketing yourself, you, you need to do it. I would invest highly in marketing for your own location. I know they're marketing for you. Yeah. They're sending it to mountainmikes.com, not Mount Mike's Campbell, not Mount Mike's Lascados. They're not separating it. Okay, let's talk about, just for the sake of it, most of my clients, actually all of my clients are in the real estate space. Yeah. Um, what do you think is dead in terms of real estate marketing and where do you think is has an uptick right now? So marketing in real estate, usually when you run ads on marketing real estate, it tells you, hey, if this is real estate related, mm -hmm. you have to click through here, through Meta. Say say Meta. Meta has that platform set yeah. for only real estate. And if they find out you're running real estate ads, they turn you off, block you because you didn't click that, right? Creative and local spaces. You're a real estate agent mm -hmm. and you're in San Jose. Yep. You should be talking about real estate in San Jose, 100%. which is a grocery store, mm -hmm. which is a famous meat market, mm -hmm. which whatever it may be, you should be talking about those things. So you get locally known in the Bay Area, San Jose area. Yeah. So people are like, hey, but then the, at the end of the day, what do you do? You do real estate. Yep. So you're letting people know about these real estate locations, but you're the one that also sells real estate. So why wouldn't they choose you at the end of the day? Because they keep on seeing you pop up talking about all these places in mm -hmm. San Jose. And what's your main job? Selling homes in San Jose. Totally. I mean, I, I never heard of There's a podcast episode with Gary Vaynerchuk. Yeah. And he says that every single real estate agent should basically be their local mayor. That's right. 100%. So they should start their own podcast, interview the principal of the middle school, the high school, the elementary yep. school who's in that neighborhood that they want to sell in. And everything about that but not just here's my beautiful home tour no 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 sprinkle those in sprinkle those in get yeah. the audience's attention by showing them a local market that they may be interested in they come they see the market you, you put value to their market too wherever you're marketing yeah. you're marketing them too right so maybe the owner of the market's interested in buying a home but they remember you as a real estate agent you did came and did content for them mm -hmm. you put them on the map and they're like hey i want a home i trust this guy let's go so doing that and sprinkling in a little bit of uh, real estate, that's that's gold. Yeah. That's gold. I, I would do that instead of always like posting real estate. I'm selling this. I'm selling this. I'm selling Okay, we get you're selling that. We're tired of seeing that. You know, we're tired of seeing those ads. We want to see who you are. Yeah. Because at the end of the day, anybody that's buying a house that's putting millions of dollars down needs to trust who they're putting millions of dollars down with. So oh, show 100%. them who you are and build that personal branding relationship with them. It's all about who you know, like, and trust. And without yes. that- Game over. Yes, 100%. What's dying? Like, what do you want to see people less or post less of? Post less of pictures. Mm. Pictures, po picture posts are done. Yeah. We're in a video era. We're in a video era where everybody is a brand. If you're if you're marketing something, I don't want to see a picture. I want to see what's happening with that mm -hmm. picture. I want to push that picture and see what's happening. I want to see live video. Yeah. Everybody wants to see live organic interaction. A smile and a picture says what it says but a live interaction smiling and 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 showing what's going on where you're at is great i want to see that i want to see a 15 second clip of a great party that you're at with your friends instead yeah. of just a picture with you and your friends i was scrolling by that
Well, I think also too, to add to that, it has to be picture and. Picture and, right. So picture, that's gonna attract yeah. the person to watch that video. So the headline, whatever it may be, 100%. Picture is not dying completely, but I'm guaranteeing you what I know and for the analytics that we see, mm -hmm. videos are getting all the attention. What's been your favorite project to date? Favorite product? Project. Oh, project. Favorite project. Or any I, brand that you worked I, with. I really, I really, I like uh, Mr. Tent. He does a tinting company. Mm. He has PPF, Ceramic Pros. He's okay. got the Lambos. He's got um, the new uh, Tesla Cybertrucks going in there. Like he, it's it's awesome because I get to see all the new cars. I love cars. So yeah. we get to see those. That's a, that's a fun one. And the videos we're getting better at too. So it's like, cool, we're shooting a Ferrari today. Oh, wow. Great. Right. So that's pretty awesome. Um, I like really startups, right? Okay. I like to start up. So I'm a serial entrepreneur. I have a couple couple lines of um, business that, that we're working on right now. But the startup process is my favorite, right? Yeah. Whatever it is, it's like, okay, what's the plan? What's the goal? What's the outcome? So those are my favorite. Cafe Lafitte, I started up. So that was yeah. one of my, that's like my baby, right? You start your own little company 100%. and you market yourself. It's like great, right? It's a great product. Um, it's organic coffee. We're getting it shipped in. It feels good. We're packaging it. We're coming up with the logo. Then we're shipping it out to people. People are posting it. You're like, dang, that's my coffee, you know? So those the, that that was Cafe Lafitte was one of my favorites. It, it started me in the entrepreneur space, got my product, got my brand, got all my licensing, and then got that shipped to Lebanon every single month, which was cool. And they would post it in Lebanon. I'd be like, oh, my gosh. There is, a, I mean, I started across the clothing bed in Hawaii. Yeah. And I do remember the first time seeing my product out in the wild without oh, knowing the person. Yeah. Mine was, I was in a, I was in Honolulu and I was in a Walmart parking lot actually. Yeah. And the car pulled up next to me with one of our hats on. And I was like, oh my God. Right, right. It's, it's your, it's your brand. It's, it's your it's brand and it feels great. It's like, wow, that person is drinking my coffee. Yeah. You don't even know them. No, don't even know them. I'm like. And it's in Lebanon where mm -hmm. we were getting orders in even Africa. I was like, what? <laughs> you know, so this is wow. great. Yeah, we, we were expanding. Which were you, how would you charge it for shipping? Because every time Amy, I oh, it's that's, why I stopped. that's why I'm in marketing. It costs too much. <laughs> Overhead will kill Damn. you. You know, the shipping costs, it weighs. Copy's heavy, you know. Tea's a lot lighter. Yeah, there you go. Returns coming back. The Dude. package is all down. I'm like, where did this go? And then now with Amazon and I mean every single company, I feel like everyone expects free shipping, or you, then you build out the product cost, and yep. then on the return cost, too, they want you to pay for returns. And if you don't have the same margins as Amazon, you're yep. then you're dealing with all the mad customers that yeah. haven't received their product. So that's another headache on yeah. its own, right? So I was like, man, you have to send out another another package, and the package they sent back is all damaged. You can't resell that. So the office is having copy from the rest of the week, you know. So what's a dream project or brand to work with or partner with? A uh, dream partner. Well, we like we like the social media companies a lot, right? We like Meta. We like Facebook. Um, we would like to work with them. We do we partners with them, of course, right? Because we run ads in yeah. our business. But we would like to get more involved with one of the bigger higher tech um, corporations for sure. Get in there and be like, hey, these are our go-to marketers. They they can take care of you instead of them having their own like internal. We could be their outsource, yeah, one-stop shop kind of thing. It's like, hey, these guys will take care of you. They'll come to your location, take videos because right now I'm pretty sure you contact Meta and Facebook and say, hey, we need a mm -hmm. content creator to come out here and create ads for us. They're not coming. They're just handling all the problems that we're having on ad space, right? Yeah. So yeah, something like that. That would be good. So how are you getting clients today? 
Oh man. So we're doing a lot of cold calls. Um, I got my partner, Lucas, he's okay. calling like 50, 60 businesses a, to- a day. Right. We're getting no's oh. here and there and yeses, and then we're going to meet with them. But mostly our clients that we currently have, the way we do their marketing and the way we interact and work with them, they push us to other customers, gotcha. us, other clients. So it's very, very good to take care of the clients that you have and they're gonna push you forward to other clients. People are gonna ask them like, hey, who's doing your social media? Yeah. And then they say, oh, these guys are doing it, right? Not only are we doing content creation and all that stuff, but we're talking with them, we're going to visit them, we're going to their family gatherings, we're going to outings with them, and then we're pulling our cameras out and doing our content with them. It's not just like strictly, you know, like hard work. We're, we're, we're having fun with it too. I do think that running a marketing agency, especially if you know how to operate a camera, is probably the easiest way to get your foot into a any type of B2B business. Yeah, if I were to start all over, grab the camera, learn the camera, mm-hmm. start giving content to some people, ask them if this is what they like, um, the service you provide, it's value. Everybody needs marketing. Everybody needs content. If you're doing just content without knowing about the ad spend and all that analytical stuff, you could just do it off content. Mm-hmm. Just provide them what they need. Every single business owner needs content right now. We're living in that world where every single, if you don't have content, you're, you're, you're losing right now, big time. 100%. You need content. Rather, it's a 15, 10 second clip. Your business needs content. 100%. That's, yeah, I mean, that's something that is very easy to sell right now because it's not even, it's, you need it. I mean, and even if you don't sell it right now, as you build your portfolio, every spot that you go eat dinner with, have lunch with, just take a picture make a video, go to the manager and say, hey, who's in charge of marketing? I just want to give it to you. Just give it to you. That's give it. them your card. Say, hey, this food was amazing. Tell them what it is and say, hey, I went on your Instagram. I seen that you guys haven't posted since 2021. <laughs> I want, <laughs> I, we want to help you guys out. We want to make the page look a little bit more aesthetic. Let's go. Yeah. And usually they say, all right. you know. Otherwise they're like, or they're saying, what's the ROI on that? Well, the ROI is exposure. Exposure is the biggest ROI of people knowing that you're there. Not saying that we're the magical pill that's going to bring in thousands of people tomorrow because we're running ads for you. That's not how it works. You build credibility. You build exposure. People are going there and eating your food. They're feeling great. They love the food. There's good reviews, but all because you're putting it out there. Yeah. If you're not putting it out there, no one's going to know about it. Yeah. I mean, and I think the hard part is, as you think about, since talk about restaurants, yeah. yes, there's things like pizza, which ordinarily isn't going to be your Instagrammable moment. Yeah. Then you have all these like flower themed boba shops and yep. stuff yep. that are just, man, like there's, it's keeps leveling up. Yep. Like, I don't even like, are you, you are also an experience and not just a restaurant. And I feel like those are easier quote unquote to market. Um, how much of it, like say you find a mom and pop restaurant who's been operating for 30 years and is not Instagrammable. Are you coming in there and saying, hey, we got to do marketing first, or is it still more of the, you still need to change all this about your product before it even works? You got to change, you got to rebrand. You got to rebrand because if we're shooting content inside your spot and it looks horrible, it looks old, there's not good ambiance, it's not going to work. People want to see what's in there before they go in there. They're getting a preview before going in there. So that's what we're showing. When we're showing the ambiance and we're shooting the tables and the way everything's set up. If you have a neon sign, people are like, oh, I want to go take a picture in front of that neon sign. Yeah. That's going to drive them in. So we have to revamp them and, and encourage them to, hey, you might want to change some things around here. The ambiance needs to be a little bit better if you want to pick it up because your competitors out there, they're they're, they're making their restaurants social mediable. 
Yeah. That's what they're doing. They're opening it knowing knowing that it needs to be social media. 100%. Yeah. I mean, it's almost to the point where I feel like every single location needs to have their own tripods with little selfie sticks or something with sign that is yeah. like almost tell them, take a picture here. Yeah. Yep. Um, I know like in the Airbnb space now, it's the same thing, right? Every single room or place in that house has to be Instagrammable. Otherwise, you won't get the same bookings. And now I know that there's, and I'm trying to do this for our house now too, there needs to be sticks set up so that way as guests come in, here's me on vacation, here's the morning coffee shot, here's where I'm pouring champagne. And you have to make it that simple for them and then paint that picture. Yeah, you you have to make it a fun place, right? Yeah. No one wants to go to a boring place. If you know it's boring, you're not going, right? It's true. That's bottom line. So you need to make it friendly, especially for social media, because people want to go places just so they can get that picture and post on social media. Oh, We're living in the age of social media. We're living in the age of content. Nothing's better for a restaurant than someone going in there, doing a video in front of your restaurant, experiencing the food and posting it for your restaurant Mm -hmm. to all their followers. So say there's someone local here. Say I'm local, right? I have 5,000 followers. I go into the restaurant. I take a video of it. How many people viewed how, how what I just ate? Yeah. Maybe 3,000 of those 5,000 people got a glimpse of what I ate. And I'm local. And my following is 90% local. Now they know about your restaurant. 3,000 people know about your restaurant now just from my little post. More views than, than you're going to get anywhere else organically. Yeah. I didn't charge you. I went in there because I like the place. I like the ambiance. And now you're on the map. I also think, too, like there's one thing to take a picture of a coffee, yeah. but then to have a person enjoying it and have that hint of human like elevates that a little bit more and allows people to actually picture themselves in the moment versus just, here's a great cup of coffee. Yeah. So exp- uh, explaining your experience at these places, yeah. right? Cup of coffee, how was it? Oh, man, that coffee was the best coffee I ever had. That is gold. And, and, and also, if you're a restaurant owner, don't be scared to ask your customers for reviews. Reviews are golden. Reviews on Yelp and everything, dinosaur. Reviews on social media, live interactions with your customers, explaining and talking about their experience with your products, that's gold. Yeah. That's what's going to drive them in. Video, live footage, like, hey, how did you enjoy our coffee today? Put them on there. They want to be on there. Some of them are like, yeah, I would love to give you a shout out. I've been coming to your coffee shop every single day since you opened. Put me on there, you know? That'd be a fun series. Like, yeah. Just call it The Regulars. The Regulars. And 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 then each each restaurant owner that get a camera, it's it's right here. It's in your phone. Use, use your phone. I mean, use your phone. Don't got to get fancy with all the the equipment Josh is rolling with. But <laughs> <laughs> do your thing. Grab your phone, pull it out. Say, hey, can can we do a customer review? Yelp is dinosaur. I'm not looking at Yelp reviews when I go anywhere. I'm looking at social media before I go there. I'm looking yeah. at their Instagram page. I'm looking at their Facebook. I'm looking at their TikTok. I'm like, man, I've seen this place on TikTok where they're putting all this syrup on these delicious pancakes. I'm starving. Yeah. It's down the street from me. I didn't even know that. I'm going. I'm there. I know. The hard part is when you think about social media, each of them are your individual resumes basically at this point. Exactly. And I feel like every age bracket has theirs. You know, if you're a millennial, it's probably Instagram right now. Maybe it's moving into TikTok a little bit. Yeah. Um, the different generations either could be LinkedIn or Facebook. Where do you rank? Let's take restaurants, for example. Like a regular consumer, where are you ranking in priority of where people should prioritize their time on platform? On a platform, which one? All of them. Like rank 
Instagram, YouTube, Facebook, okay. Instagram, okay. TikTok. Okay. I rate, I rate, I would put Facebook and Instagram first. Okay. Facebook owns Instagram, so that's one platform in itself. They yeah. all share off of each other. When we run ads on Facebook, they're running on Instagram. You don't have to use two different platforms to run it. Facebook owns Instagram. Yeah. So that's one right there. They're together. So I'd say Meta. Okay. So just Meta because that's that's daddy to both of them. Okay. <laughs> so I would go with Meta. Yeah. And then I would go TikTok. Okay. I would go TikTok. I'd go Meta. Then I would go TikTok. And then corporate, I would change everything around and go LinkedIn. Yeah. The business professionals are on LinkedIn. Go on LinkedIn right now. Scroll up the first five, 10 people you see, I guarantee you they're in a suit. They're business professionals. It's a business professional headshot. Yeah. It's not a um, funny headshot like Instagram and Facebook. You got the more serious people that want to spend that are looking for other business professionals, corporations or serious businesses that you want to reach. LinkedIn, a little bit more fun, a little bit more foodie, a little bit more nightclub, um, having a good time, putting your services out there, coaching, services, all those things. Meta. Okay. And okay. TikTok. Well, let's dive more tackle now. Let's talk about what happens after they click. So what are you doing in terms of retargeting? What are you doing in terms of funnel building? So so when they're, when they're clicking on the link, we already have them retargeted. So we're yeah. retargeting them. If you click on it, you're going to see us everywhere. And it's not going to stop, right? We're going to cook you. <laughs> so, you know, about cookies, you could turn off that setting if you want to. We suggest you don't. But <laughs> but you could turn that off. So we are cooking you. We are... We are um, yeah, we're, we're retargeting for sure. If you're interested, you're going to see us come up again and again. It takes about, I would say, they say 10 times to 20 times to see an advertisement before you make action. Mm -hmm. So we need to be continuously doing it. And then usually when we hear people talking about our ads, they're like, man, I see it all the time. Mm -hmm. I'm like, yeah, you probably clicked on it, didn't you? Or you stayed long enough. Yeah. Three second view, four second view, re retarget again, because that means that they stayed there a little longer than usual instead of that usual scroll. We want them there for about five seconds. We're like, oh, That's five seconds, retarget. You're in a five-second retarget versus like a 75% retarget. There you go. Interesting. I like it. <laughs> yeah. Videos, you'll see the reels, and especially in meta right now, if you get deep in the analytics, yeah. they're showing you how long your videos are being viewed right now. Yeah. They have that analytical chart for you, so it's like great. It's like, oh, great. But at the same time, don't trust Facebook and Instagram too much with their analytics. Trust your Google or your website platforms because those are the real numbers. Mm -hmm. Those are telling you how many people went to your link and how long they stayed on your website landing page. Yep. If it's three, two seconds, you know that's a bot. Someone's just click right there because social media is a business and they want to show you results that you like, but you really need to feel the results on conversion and yeah. sales and people actually coming and talking to you saying, hey, I've seen this from this platform. Yeah, that's also why measuring cost per lead versus cost per click is also really important. Very important, very important. So we're saying, okay, yeah, we spent 500. Oh, we got all these link clicks at 30, 36 cents, but we only got two clients from it, right? How much were those clients? How much did they spend? Oh, they spent 1,500. Great, we're ahead. Let's go. We made an ROI of $1,000 off of you spending 500. That's awesome. Let's go. Okay. So let's let's swap now from helping entrepreneurs to actually the social media uh, agency side. Yeah. What softwares are you using in your company? So AI, ChatGPT. If you're not using ChatGPT right now, you are very very behind. ChatGPT, use it. It's yeah. not a it's not a cheat. It's a tool. How are you people, using it? People. So content writing. Okay. Of course, right? If I have a post and I'm like, okay, this post has to do with a restaurant. This post has to do with a barbershop. This post has to do with real estate. What should I really put on the post on the bottom on the mm -hmm. verbiage part of it, right? 
talk to AI, chat GPT. Hey, this is what I'm posting. What should I post in the content for the Instagram? Writes it up, copy, paste. Okay, so chat GPT, what else are you using? AI, chat GPT, we also use, um, so for videos and, and editing like that, we love CapCut. CapCut is the one-two shop. I mean, a lot of people say, um, you know, CapCut's the one. They made it, it easy for editors. You don't have to go through. I've done other other pla other other like um, template templates stuff. and stuff like that. It's confusing. CapCut is straight to it. Edit like a pro and Cap get it out there. It's done. It's it's easy. And if you haven't purchased the CapCut um, subscription, pay for it. it Do you use any uh, specifically project management tool at all? Um, no project. We use Monday a little bit. Okay. But um, how about a CRM? See CRM. No, we we don't really don't use too much. We usually organic each 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 account because if we use too much. Instagram and Facebook, we believe as our media and our company, yeah. we believe it should be instant. It should be actual organic. When we post on Instagram and we connect it to Facebook to post the same thing on Instagram to Facebook, we don't see the same results on Facebook when we do it like that. But we do see higher engagement and results when we manually post it ourselves on the Facebook platform and then post it on the Instagram platform. So I don't know what it is, but they want us to put in the work on the on the, on the platform. Wait, so are you also posting for all of your clients too? We're posting for all of our clients. We're managing their full social media accounts, right? So then, if you're signing into each individual account, how are you set? Like, do you just have? Are you logging in, logging in, or switching? Because you you only have a max amount of accounts, like per phone. We have five like phones. <laughs> <laughs> we have five, six phones. We have we have we have everything. So we have tablets. We have everything. So yeah. we we usually yeah we're not logging out, logging in. We just do the max and then get another phone and put them in there and then do the other phone. So it's like ten, I think, ten each one. You yeah, logged in and you can't log in anymore. And but randomly you get logged out. But like, you, can, I, you can go a little higher though because if you log out of your accounts and you save the password and then you add the new account, the other accounts still show up at the bottom. Yeah, try that and you have like fifteen accounts max. And now you have 15 accounts you're managing on one phone, but then you have the other phone with another 15. There's 30 accounts. Then I have my partner with the other phone that has another 30 accounts. So, what's your favorite Chat GPT hack? I I like when we're in a okay. So if you don't have any ideas for a campaign mm -hmm. for a monthly campaign, say it's December, you're like, what's Chat GPT? I own a spa. What is the best campaign to run this month for my spa? It tells you. Yeah. And then use it. <laughs> there you go. Yeah. Imagine thinking about, oh, man, what should I do? What should I do? What should I do? All that time thinking and then you have to get it ready. No. They know what to do already. It's analytical driven. Uh, I love doing that too, but I also like making sure I also ask it for 20 of them. Oh, yeah, yeah. So, yes, that gives you options. Mm -hmm. So, captions. If you put what's the best caption for this, yeah. it gives you one caption. But if you ask ChatGPT, hey, give me captions... It gives you like 10 and you're like, oh, wow, I could pick the best one I want. I know it's that the, the prompt engineering is is really interesting. Yeah. And I mean, I do that, too, for for my videos is I'll take the transcript of a video and then I'll put it in and I have these automatic things. Actually, I've already I, you know that you can put ChatGPT into Google Sheets. Oh, no, I didn't know that. See, I say they. So look at it, it's called ChatGPT for Sheets, and then you can add in your ChatGPT. Did you post account. something on that? I did do that, yeah. I did see that. I did see that on your page. I did see that. And so you can copy whatever it is, and then, that, and then that way you can have as many prompts as you want off of one source material that so you upload. So one business, these are all the prompts, done. Yeah, or, or say for example, in this specific instance, you can have one video transcript, 
and I have one cell that says make three captions, one cell that says make a 700 word blog post with headers and yada, yada, yada. Make another email to then describe what's in that blog post and video. Make a, and you have all these different ones off of just one source material. So instead of just copying and pasting a whole bunch of prompts, you can just do that with one and then AI does it. That's right. That's great. See what you did? You see how much time you just saved? Dude, so many people. I know. You know, take action on it. That's that's very valuable. A lot of it's time consuming. That's why you're asking me, like, wait a minute, how can you do you know we're we're using the tools we can because it's hard to keep up with all these accounts. It is. We hire more people or do we hire more AI? Yeah. You know. So I, I don't want to replace jobs or or put it out there like that, but hey, AI can replace a whole position. I think it, it's not going to replace the jobs, but it is going to change the jobs that are available. And yeah. if you don't start evolving with it, you're going to be done in two years. Yeah, for sure. And it's only advancing. It's only getting smarter. 100%. It's actually drawing out ads now. So it used to tell you what to put on the ads. It's actually making you ads, complete ads. Dude. So, I mean, okay, what what are, what are we going to do now? I mean, I do that on a cold outreach. So yeah. When I cold outreach other businesses, it's, hey, ChatGPT, draft and create. 10 different ad scripts for Meta. Give me the audience targeting. Give me the creative. Give me the copy. And I just send it to them. That's it. Done. Hey, hopefully this is helpful. If you ever want to chat more marketing, let me know. Yeah. And that's the initial outreach. Done. I, what I do, and actually, now that I'm thinking about it, I, I want to figure out how I can build that and to automate that process on a lead gen form. So even before you book the discovery call, that gets delivered to them. Yeah. So landing page too, right? Yeah. Landing page is everything. So if you're running ads and you're running that mm -hmm. before they get there, before they make a decision on the product or landing page. So they get to you, they see that you're offering these courses, that landing page has to get them. I know. And then we'll, and then once they either subscribe or something, I got to figure out on a system side, I got to, I'm, I'm, I'm actually in the process of trying to build a go high level right now. Yeah. And figure out how I can then once they plus submit, it kicks back into an AI system that'll automatically generate like loads of value of just like here's everything without me ever doing anything oh by the way you're ready to execute everything automated yeah because at the end of the day all the value information you could talk but imagine if you have to give that out to each person that's interested in your course how much time that will take mm -hmm. do it one time let them go through it and then they get to you right after it's like hey here i am like okay so let's go into our, our last call so just the final questions um what's your favorite piece of either General advice or business advice of all time? Favorite piece of business advice. I would say if you are interested, this is my favorite because entrepreneur, right? If you want to start something mm -hmm. to do it, right? Um, do more is my is my brand, right? Do more, do more, do more. Always do more. That was in your captions. That's yeah, it's always in my captions. It's always a hashtag. I, I live by that. I love that. So do more is is my final it's like if I tell someone to do something. Do more. If you have a job and you're yeah. working a nine to five and you don't like it and you want to start your business and you have options right now, there's so many options and, and avenues out there right now. You could, um, if you're at a job and they're making you work and you're stuck in front of your computer and they're asking you, hey, where, where did he go? He went to the bathroom and you got to get out of that to build your business. Go work at Uber, drive around an Uber, build your own schedule, mm -hmm. build your business, work nine to five from Uber. Get off at five, build your business. You have the freedom because from nine to five, if you don't have a ride, pull over, start building yep. your business online and then get out there and then you're done. It's simple. Don't have to stay stuck somewhere where you can't evolve. Get somewhere, use your nine to five as a leverage and get out there and go after it. So just coming from the entrepreneur space, my word of advice is, is always do more. Yeah.
that that's that's what it is. Yeah, there's a level of discipline that you actually have to end up developing in order to even put yourself in the game. Yeah. Otherwise, you're never even going to play. Yeah, consistency, self-discipline, be disciplined in what you're doing, understand the goal, never go off track. Anything that doesn't have to do with your goal, kind of scoot it to the side and just stay focused on it. Stay laser sharp and, and, and go after it. You know, forget the partying, forget all that right now. Um, I know a lot of young entrepreneurs that are, that are trying to be successful and do all this flashy stuff too, right? Yeah. Never mind that. Build the business, man. You're in a position to build it. You got it. Go, man. This is Silicon Valley, especially if you're local with us. Like, go after it. There's a lot of opportunities here. I, I reached out to you. I'm like, hey, man, get me on here, right? Take, sure. take it, taking, taking the step, asking. Yeah. Don't be scared to ask. And if you would have said no, it's okay. I got another spot, right? But be willing to accept no all the time as well, because you're going to hear that a lot. But no only means one thing, next opportunity. So keep it going. Don't stop working. I love it. Yeah. All right, so this next one's a little different. Okay. What is the most memorable drink you've ever had? Who is it with and what made it so memorable? Memorable drink? Mm-hmm. Oh, man. Memorable drink. That's a hard one. A memorable drink. What kind of drink are we talking about? It could be anything. It could be a coffee <laughs> chat. It could be, it could, I mean, it could be a meal. Oh, I would say coffee. I would say coffee. I remember uh, meeting with uh, Ron. His name is Ron. He's my, he's my friend. And mm-hmm. he actually had a coffee with me one time. And we were in, I was transitioning over to another company. And I asked him, I said, what do you think about me working at this company? He said, um, he said, I don't think you need to work for another company. I, th- I think you need to start your own. So that coffee right there, that one just copy to catch up that gym, was, was he just shifted my mind. He's like, I think you should should do your own thing now. I don't think you should be spending time looking to work for a company. I think you should be spending your time starting your own company. So that coffee right there with Ron seven, eight years ago was was one I'll never forget. So yeah, that was a good one. That's, I mean, see, yeah. that's, that's <laughs> yeah. the meal, that's the chance yeah. that you're like, okay, that's, yeah. there's always some catalyst. Yeah. Right. Things like that, I'll, I'll never forget. Like some some words of wisdom from some people, um, you know, people telling you like, hey, man, you can you can do it. Yeah. You know, I would I want to be around those people that and if you're not around those people that are saying you can do it, I think you need to find another circle because they're holding you back. You know, have good conversations. That's great. You bought that up because a single cup of coffee could change your life forever. That's right. It's always one, one video, one post, one drink, one yep. meal, one networking group. Yep. So yours do more. I I mean, it's so many other people say just like one more. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I hear that too. Ed Milet, right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. One more, yeah. Yeah, so, one I'm, more. Yeah, I like that one too. I like that one too. Okay, what are you working on or what do you need help on right now? Right now we're building our uh, networking events, right? We just had one yesterday, which was great. Uh, we didn't imagine it turning out the way it did. It turned out great. It, it was my first time hosting an event, my first time throwing an event okay. at the Silicon Valley Capital Club. So that was very exciting. So we're working on that, and that's bringing in the networking of the business people, yeah, right? Bringing people that really want to network, bringing people in there, and um, that's one thing we're working on. So getting more people, getting more speakers to talk. We we really need help with that, right? Getting more speakers to talk. Um, the marketing we have that pretty pretty down, mm-hmm. but um, also getting more clients for my marketing agency, right? Yeah. Getting more clients. We want more clients. We want more people to know about us. We want people to trust us first mm-hmm. of all, because a lot of people, a lot of business owners. They don't trust us for some reason. I don't yeah. think they see the value in social media or what it can bring. And they just, you know, old school way of thinking maybe. 
This is not newspapers. This is not TV ads anymore. This is social media. Yeah. You're putting your business in people's pocket. That's what we're doing. We're putting your business in people's pocket. They're seeing you because of us. And just trust us. I mean, we're not we're not trying to price gouge you. We come in with legitimate prices. You know, we got to get paid for our, our service and our time, of course. But the return is is un, it's unlimited. I can't tell you if I go into a business, I can't tell you. I guarantee you we're going to make you 50 percent mm -hmm. gross. I can't tell you that. I might make you a hundred percent increase. I might make you ten percent increase. Yeah. But I do promise you this: if you do work with us in our marketing agency, you will see a increase. I just don't know how much of an increase. Yeah. Yeah. Well, and then how can people on you know on that? How people connect with you? How do they find you? So they find us on Instagram, Thomas.Alpers. I get a lot of referrals through my Instagram page, and then also we have Marketing Inventors, MarketingInventors.com, and uh, yeah, you can see me at the Capital Club. We work out of here. So we're always mobile. We come in here, we network, and then we're always out on the field with all of our clients, you know, shooting content, running their their ads and all that stuff, talking with them. So, yeah, we're everywhere, man. I love it. Well, hey, man, I appreciate you taking the time and jumping on with me. Yeah. It was a fun little marketing, little mini ma uh, marketing masterclass. Yeah, so. for sure. Cheers, hey, man. Cheers, Josh. Thank you, man.